You're listening to Metro Blurred Radio. One day we'll be adults, not today. <laughs> Never today. Metro Blurreds. Welcome to Metro Blurred Radio, a New York City program where we take the space to love out loud. Listeners can call or write in questions regarding the latest black nerd fashion, function, and fun around the city. Hosted by true New York natives, we will meet with gamers, educators, local businesses, and tech specialists. Excuse me? You're listening to Metro Blurred Radio. Welcome to Metro Blurreds, Metropolitan Black Nerds. We are back live on Inception Radio. We are back live on Twitch. We are back live on Instagram. Hey. Hello, hello. So, story time. Oh, okay. You're starting big. Oh, yeah. So, I was stared at by a white lady and I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Yo, please. Okay. I need you to understand. Now, I understand that I am a fashionable chick, but I was also wearing my homeless coat. So I don't understand the situation. We went to the store. It was cool. It was fine. We were great. We were ordering something to drink Mm -hmm. because it was one of those fancy, what do you call it? They like to say ethnic or exotic, but it's more like home, home food from like Western China. Okay. Like it was hand pulled noodles and it was like good food, but I don't like calling it exotic. It's like I wouldn't call it a mom and pop. I wouldn't call it mom and pop either. It was above a mom and pop, but below a (laughs) bonchon or something like that. Got it. Okay. We're going in. We're checking out the place. We're talking. We're chatting. I don't think we're talking anything serious. And I decide not to get the food Mm -hmm. and just to get the drinks because they had handmade jasmine tea. It was. Ooh, that's what that is. Damn. I wish I would have got one. So they. While we got that, I turn around. This lady is staring at me. Uh-huh. No, I mean, like, let's let's be real. I'm standing. We're standing. We're minding our business. This lady, we turn around because I saw this girl look at me. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm an observer, too. So, like, I get it when you put your eye, put one eye up, look down, be like, mm, I know what she looking like, like, whatever. <laughs> no, she was still staring. Like, we turned around and made eye contact. Ma'am. And then, like, she continued staring. So the eye contact became just a little bit too prolonged. Until the point that she started looking like, she started getting red. She started getting red. So okay, she, no, now I need to clarify something. In no, story. she got red before I said it. She was already red. That lady was red before I said it. But she's not breaking eye contact long enough to not be red. Like she's like, oh god, we're here. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, she was away. going. It was too late. It was too late. Got it. And so, which made it worse because as soon as I come out this, I make it out the door. The door has not closed. Yeah. I said, why is this white woman staring at me? Oh. And I look back, and she's still staring, and I'm like, "Oh!" But this she gets a lot redder. Uh, <laughs> what the f? Please. <laughs> How did that end? Is what I need to know. I, it was. It, it ended with an apple left on the in, on the windowsill. That's what happened. She was red, and we walked away because I didn't know. I was like, "Do I turn around? Do I ask her what the issue was?" Like, I, I. <laughs> Ma'am, why are you looking at me? And why did you think that was like a good idea to prolong the eye contact? Just look down. That, I wasn't. Mm-mm. I wasn't even trying to look at you. I like you know when you make eye contact with someone and you know you can't break the eye can- contact for some reason. You know you can't be the first one to break the. You eye gotta candy. stand your ground Yo. sometimes, especially in New York. No, you're not losing. Uh- and so now I'm deciding to myself. <laughs> I'm like, where am I in this situation? Am I going to fight in a dress? What is happening? All right, you you took it too deep because no, no fight was about to. No happen. fight was going to happen. <laughs> but like, because I because I spent too long and too loudly screaming. Why is this white woman staring at me? And you can't really fight from that conversation. You can't start a fight out of that conversation you unless it, unless I say unless they were doing something on the other spectrum of mm-hmm. of why a white person would be staring at you. That's about to start a fight. But usually it was just something embarrassing, and I don't blame people for being embarrassed. Oh, I thought you was going to say, I don't blame people for staring at me. I was going to say, talk your shit, sis. That's what I told her, though. <laughs> I was like, yo, the white woman sees two beautifully melanated, big-eyed girls. What else could it be? What else could it be? Nothing else. Nah, nah, nah. I don't take that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take that for the simple fact that the prolonged, I can't get over the prolonged eye contact. She, could, she couldn't let go. Like, That's the Brooklyn uh, <laughs> pro- Prolonged eye contact does not bode 
hold well for New York natives. It makes us a little aggressive, a little angry. Like, I get it. <laughs> Especially the demographic. Listen, I get it. Stop looking at me, son. Maybe I'm a narcissist because I'm thinking she think, yo, them some bad, yeah. Nah, this is probably real. <laughs> That's honest. She turned red. She was probably embarrassed that she got turned, like caught staring. She's like, oh. full frontal blank stare yeah. too. Oh. Like lost in the sauce. <gasps> oh. It's a bad bitch. Ah. Yo, sometimes you forget you're pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, well, I, like I made the assumption for Ashley, but like literally when she when Ashley was like, I thought she was gorgeous. I was like, I guess. Wait, what? When when you were like, oh, I just assumed she thought I was gorgeous. I was like, you can. I don't. Oh, I was like. Oh, you were there, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I went to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Which made it so much worse because I wasn't. Uh, the reason why I knew it wasn't Ashley was because we made eye contact. So that's how I knew you were staring at me. This is why I know you're looking at me because why are we making eye contact? But I'm saying man? why she don't assume that the woman was just staring because she a bad B. Yeah. B. Come uh, on, that's come you. on to B. <laughs> be the bad B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Embrace I it, lovey. I think that's. The pandemic kind of ruined that for me. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. I think I I, I think I, I've gotten comp. I got a couple of compliments today, so I guess I look cute. But like you do, the pandemic has made me go. Mm, don't talk to me no more. That's very fair, actually. Can I tell y'all something? Actually, my own little impromptu story time. Yay. I had therapy today, right? Ooh. And one of the things I've been speaking about with my therapist Wait, is mm. pause. Hello, Metro Blurds. This is Metro Blurds talking. Get therapy. <laughs> some of y'all really need it. <laughs> we all really need it. But some of y'all really need it. <laughs> it's not as scary as it sounds. And honestly, it's nice to have a friend who's willing to listen with, to you and not tell you that you need to shut the fuck up because you're talking too much. Oh, damn. Damn. All right. Your friends be telling you that? Find new friends. They not friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn. But it's nice to, to feel heard. It is. It is. And one of the things that we've been, like, trying to get to the root of for me is around, like, um, you know, like, how I view myself. Because, I, you know, I, I do have confidence, right? But confidence for me 10 years ago is a different definition for what confidence for me is now, right? I want y'all to notice... If you guys are on our live or on our Twitch, I just want to take a moment and say, control is pretty. Oh, God. I told her that when she came in today. Stop. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Like, uh, let's take a moment. Let's, y'all are let's sick. roll it, roll it. Get, right, like, listen, like, if, if y'all want to show like, up. Look, here here we see? have, crikey, here we have ourselves the case of a Brooklynized originalis in its female form. The kitty. Around, around. <laughs> homogeneous you. kitty. I receive. I receive of the Lorraines. Of the <laughs> I receive, but that's not what the point was. She's sporting a pair of glasses to read you to feel filth, <laughs> and I sees it all. Okay. She is rocking the baby blue skylight because. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't nothing without her. She is the sun, and look at how she's radiating against the clouds. Yo, mm. just just flossing on mm. them. Uh-huh. The glow. Yo, and, Go ahead, and give she, me lit. She, I dare you. Go ahead. Yo, she up. here. She here flossing her lovely go- hoops. You've seen these hoops. These hoops are actually her halos, but she was like, I'm from Brooklyn, and I needed them to be on my ears instead of above my head because that was not cute, and it didn't fit around the golden crown that is her fucking dreads and those dreads are burgundy locks <coughs> oh i'm from jamaica so I'm sorry so those perfectly quaffed locks nicely and twisted mm-hmm. in, in perfection mm-hmm. braided and t- and tweaked mm-hmm. bowed up into the top of her head into the most lovely bow and guess what she feeling herself that's she how you is mother yourself. nature exemplified look at the roots oh Oh, look yes. at, yo, that's where the words are, roots. Yeah. Yo, y'all better talk yo, look about at me. Yo, she got the roots from y'all the Y'all better talk drum. about me. <laughs> I accept it. Thank y'all. Yo. Y'all got me lit. I was already feeling good, but I feel better. Yo. Like, I appreciate it. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> <The color laughs> y'all said, not the meow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, yes, Patty. Hi, friend. I love you. Thank you for joining. And like, okay, first of all, all of y'all, give friends that compliment you like that. Okay? Give friends right. that talk your shit for you when you can't, even though I can at the moment. Give friends that will talk your shit for you when you cannot. Okay? Yeah. That's how you learn new vocabulary words. That's a fact. And I love it. And I appreciate it. And I felt all of that. <laughs> I love y'all petite right. forms of romance. Right? I love that. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> y'all are cute. I can't. Oh, snap. What was I saying? Therapy. I yeah. was saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, how I be myself. Right, right. Because confidence looks different now than it did then, right? Mm-hmm, so one big. of the things that I was realizing is that like my self care goes into how much I feel about myself, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you get all overwhelmed with other things and then like overwhelmed with other people's shit, you get really into other people and you're very less into yourself. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I realized was that I haven't gotten my nails done since November. Mm. When the last time you seen me with my snatches? Mm. Tell me. Mm. And you know how much I love getting my nails done. Mm. Manny Petty, mommy, all day. Nothing since November. Since I since I forcibly had to when I went on vacation. Same. You feel me? And like I realized, I was like, you know, I'm thinking of all these ways that like make me feel more soft, more gentle, more like mm, at ease, and just like the Kitty Lorraine that I am. And one of those is getting my nails done. Yeah. Simple as that. Take some time out to go and like love on yourself and do what makes you happy. It, springtime is here. The ones who know me know this is the time for me. <laughs> I am be, uh, I'm becoming a person again. I'm leaving the winter. All that sad, no sunness. I'm about to get a new, uh, you know, it's time to shop again for the new season. Oh, it's my favorite time of the year. Just love on yourself. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, d- make sure you're taking in time for yourself and, 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 Showing yourself that you love you. I would like to add on that. It is no longer winter. It is it's skin spring. off season. <laughs> Please shave your legs. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that wasn't where I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come on. Y'all know when winter comes. So let me tell you, I got mm-hmm. a couple, I got a hair issue because mm-hmm. I got a hair issue with I don't like shaving my legs unless necessary. I don't like cutting myself. I'm very clumsy and I don't like looking like a. Uh, 50, uh, 5150 call to <laughs> um, <weird. laughs> so okay um, with that being said I usually use like Nair mm-hmm. seasonally mm-hmm. and then but I let them grow until then so there's like a, a man below the kneecaps until like Valentine's weekend uh, like Valentine's is probably the, the official spring cleanup season if you Mm. aren't planning or you don't have someone by valentine's you should be planning to have someone um after that Mm -hmm. and so you should be cleaning up for that now (laughs) now you realize that you were either a alone on valentine's day or that you need to that you want to be presentable to your mate on valentine's day so you start cleaning up spruce 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 so So get ready for your rasta your summer rasta that that black book starts getting real loud in in the corner of your room like hey hey hey, i'll take you to the ball Hmm. that's creepy you want to go to juneteenth you want to know how many i gotta i i attract creepy ne- negroes i swear <laughs> i swear i swear it's a thing mm-hmm. i was walking down the street today this man walks by he's like hey gorgeous how you doing this is why i told you i was wearing my homeless jacket because there's no reason this man should have had the energy mm-hmm. he here carrying his entire life on the back of the of the whatever wheeled item he was carrying behind him but he got time to be like you gorgeous hey gorgeous mm-hmm. how you doing sir Am I am I homeless? Is this what's happening to me right now? He said he a bum. He not blind. Oh, uh, yo, Sutton, please. You gotta understand that these men have absolutely nothing to lose. He willing his life behind him. <laughs> Come on. I I do have something to lose though. I like myself. I like being alive. Mm. I like I like not being with the guy who would throw you in front of a train. Mm. Yeah, like let's be let's 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 let's, let's, let's not be the jerk about it like want us to be honest and that weirds me out on i don't like being cat cold i think it's weird i think yeah I, people make me 
uncomfortable. I think, and I blame the pandemic because for catcalling. No, for making for me feeling awkward about it because I'm just like oh. y'all are still talking. Why are you talking to me? I really don't. I don't claim my beauty sometimes, so I just get really surprised and or concerned when people hit on me. <laughs> you get concerned for them. Yo, nah, because. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Please explain. So, you know, I kind of, I, I, my, the thing I'll take on is that I got a little bit of, you know, black don't crack and I got melanin. So my black has not cracked or my black didn't crack until like I was 26. Like you didn't really see any kind of wrinkles, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I understood that I looked way younger than I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. which is fine. But my dumbass understood that I looked underage for a very long time. Oh. Yeah. So, like, if you were hitting on me and I was under the age of 16, I just assumed you were I didn't, like, and I was grew up in the PSA, in the PSA years, where they were, like, mm. everybody thought everybody was a yeah. So they were, like, you need to be afraid because if he looks at you too nicely, he, he's a And I'm just, like, so I can't have any male friends ever? They're, like, no, they're all and I'm just like, no, 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 please, please, please. So I couldn't take, That's tough. I couldn't take being flirted with because That's I thought I looked too young to date somebody. And then when I got older, as I got older, it became the opposite because I knew I was still underage. So mm. I wasn't certain what your intentions were when you were um, trying to date me. So like 18 to like 22 or 23, I still felt uncomfortable dating because I was just like, who are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for a 16-year-old or are you looking for a 23-year-old? Cause I that's, understand that. I, do, I look like one, but I definitely act like another. And it when you get older again, then you when my black finally cracked, I went the opposite direction. I'm like, I'm old. I know I'm not attracted to y'all young bucks no more. And I literally mind my business. I literally just went across. I somehow thought once I got two wrinkles, my life was over. I don't, I accept that this is a lie. I just understand <laughs> That sometimes you can't undo the damage that you've done to yourself. Mm. And so I still feel weird about, like, those protective things that were protective of me when I was younger Mm. aren't really protective when you get older. And especially with times are changing and social nuances are changing. Yeah. What what was good for you when you were 18 is not going to be good for you when you are 32. That's a fact. Just saying. That is such a fact. Hmm. I still, why was this white woman staring at me? (laughs) Gotta leave it. You gotta leave it. We went to lunch at like 4 p.m. This happens, oh, this happens today. Yeah. Ooh. So it's fresh. Why was she staring at me? She thought you were pretty. Yo, nah. Why is that not an acceptable answer? I don't know. There's something, there's one day. I left the office, there were like five people at a time staring at me, and I was like, yeah, Yeah. I'm that that girl. Yeah. Period. I've already cursed like four times and, and you're like, the se- I am so sorry to those of you listening on the radio. I promise we will do better. Um, I will make no such promises. <laughs> I won't. You know what? I accept it. <laughs> what else? What are we talking about today? Oh, we were talking about how the pandemic messed us up. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about it. Oh, yeah. So how was your three year jail sentence? I got a puppy. <laughs> that puppy is an adult now. She is, uh, technically she's fourteen in people years, but only two in dog years. So my three year sentence with the pandemic, it was horrible and great and mm-hmm. crazy and confusing and the worst time for my mental health ever. Uh <laughs> but also kind of the best. <laughs> it's it was crazy. Yeah. There's, there's no like great answer for that except it was a time. It was a time. It happened. It was an adventure. Yeah. It was life. It was how we were going, how we were interacting with people, how yeah. many friendships ended, how many family ties ended, any how many For real. job relationships ended. Yeah. Seriously, all of the above. Everything happened in the during the pandemic. Everything that could have happened happened. Yeah. And it it changed everything ultimately. Uh, like you said, how we work, how we are with others, traveling, how we lived, 
what did you what did you do to keep the the crazy from taking over? It was not enough. Um, it would be my first answer. I did not do enough to let the cra- to not let the crazy take over. Mm. Um, there were multiple points where you guys had to come in and be like, "Hey, yeah, hey, boo boo, <laughs> you okay? You yeah. okay out there?" And there's been times where I had to be like, "No, yeah." And I appreciate I appreciate that my my friends are organized enough to be like, "I." Right, we got you. The other day, and I think that's the best part about the pandemic is that it really helped you engage and use your personal safety plan. So yeah. um, if you do get help eventually or um, talk to someone eventually, a lot of therapists, most therapists will engage you in making your own safety plan. Mm-hmm. A safety plan is when you don't feel like you are capable of making safe decisions for yourself. And that could be that you're over drinking, that you're um, doing too much, that you're feeling overwhelmed, that you're having ideations. All of that, all of the above count mm-hmm. as you needing your safety plan. It's just when you just feel like the world is too much and you can't hold on. And for certain people, they need it more than others. Certain people are only um, able to folk like talk to certain people and some people are only able to talk to strangers yeah and being able to solidify and understand what you need to do in order to make safe decisions is really important so when Hmm. you make your own safety plan you think of two or three people who you can call who you can be like hey i don't feel so great I'm not having a good time. Mm-hmm. If you want to be, if the if you want to be cool with them, you can put them a co- code word. You can be like pineapples, and they can be like, "All right, it's a pineapple kind of day. I'm on my way." And they'll come in and help you out. Some it depends on the friend. Do not expect that from baby down the street because baby down the street got things to do. Sometimes you gotta find the friend who can handle that kind of job, mm-hmm. who will be there for you, or at least can delegate someone to be there for you. And I say that in case in point, we've had situations where I've called you and she lives a whole borough away sometimes. And so I called her and she was like, okay, don't worry, I got you. Next thing I know, my other friend was on my doorstep. (laughs) (laughs) Just because she could get to, it didn't mean I wasn't coming because I was on my way. But somebody (laughs) was able to get to her quicker than I. (laughs) And so, but that's the important part that like at least delegation can occur. Even if you can't be there, you make sure that someone is there in the time, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why it's important to make those safety plans for yourself so that you know who to call, when to call. And why you're calling. And not just that, but you can help your friends understand what they what you do need from them in those situations. Because people aren't very good caretakers if they don't know how to be a caretaker. Yeah. I, I laugh because there's one time I get medically questioned migraines sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some um, inducing, some stroke-inducing migraines. Mm. Fun story. But I was having a bad one one day and... Two friends came over. Uh, one was able to take care of me. One was not. Mm. One was like, okay, let's turn off the lights. The other one was like, okay, let me grab her by her hair and help her to get her into the bed. It was one of those nights. And so when it was two, it was really two different take, taking care of. And it was me understanding who I can call in those situations, who I, I shouldn't call in that situation. If, you, if your friend has a migraine, do not grab them by their hair. If your friend doesn't have a migraine, don't grab them by their (laughs) hair. Like, what? The What? See, this is why I can't promise I ain't going to cuss, because that made me want to say what the F. (laughs) What? (laughs) That put me, that took someone off the safety um, list and took another, put somebody else on. And that's okay. That's okay. And I had a conversation with them. I was like, ah. Just don't do that no more. I I appreciate it. I have friends. They will take care of me. They will sit next to me, and like um told me that I needed to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But like my two friends, one friend's looking at me, the other one's like, "You okay?" Mm-hmm. That friend, that that um hair grabbing friend, then told me after how much I stressed them out, <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> 
the pandemic really brought us all together. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Panorama, mm-hmm. my two-year solitary confinement. Word. That made me, I'm a new person, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the same person that I was before the pandemic. Mm-mm, I don't think any of us are. I mean, we also shouldn't be the same exact people we were three years ago. I mean, yes. So that makes sense. But also, like, mentally, trauma. Mm, it hasn't been that great. I feel you on that. Dear everyone, maybe you do not realize this, but the pandemic was a trauma. You have all been traumatized. You do not need to feel like you are too strong for therapy. You do not need to feel that you're too strong to know that something is wrong. And it doesn't mean that you need to be too strong to take care of yourself. Mm. You don't have to fight through mental health. <laughs> it is 2023. We got degrees and theories and types of, of psychology that you can get therapy in. Mm-hmm. So like, what, what did y'all do to take care of yourselves during the pandemic? I started therapy for one. <laughs> for one, I... I I realized that there was a very big need because I was at my wit's end. Mm -hmm. I found a therapist. I started therapy, and I have been on a beautiful journey since then. I started working out. I was exercising a lot. I kind of slowed down on that since then. But during the beginning of the pandemic, I was on it real crazy. Um, And I started started listening to my body more. I started eating better. Honestly, I, I since the pandemic, I actually feel like I'm 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 a much better, well put together person. But it's because I've been through some shit during it that I had to kind of come out of it and force myself to get my shit together. Gross. You know, but it it really was a trying time. But there was a lot of stuff that was good that came out of it. Yes. I, I left the company I was working with for almost seven years, which I loved. I really, you know, I was very happy at my job. I like the my uh, role but I outgrew it you yeah. know so I went somewhere else that that happened I I started a relationship right before the pandemic mm-hmm. but the mo- the bigger part of my relationship happened during the pandemic like I said we got a dog like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like every like a lot of stuff happened a lot of my relationships changed and but it was really a what I pulled from it and what my biggest experience from it so far has been is like change is is definitely given, you know, butterfly and cocoon, you know, coming out of the cocoon sort of situation is at least that's how I'm feeling for it. Butterfly in the sky. I can what? I can drive just as high. What you want to look at? Take a look uh-huh. in a book. And what? Reading rainbow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh gosh. Did you learn anything from the pandemic that that did help you? I mean, you learned you spoke, spoke about your communication, your uh, attachments with people, your relationships and like how those might have strengthened anything. What what was a positive that came from all of that if you can pick one? Well, let me tell you. I am a gardener now. I don't care. 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 I will grow something every year until I will try. I, my mom and I, that used to be the thing when I was younger, Mm -hmm. and, like, during the pandemic, that was really the only thing that made me truly, truly happy was going outside and trying to grow things. But here's the thing. I got a standing fight with the crows Mm -hmm. and the squirrels in my neighborhood. First of all, I don't know if it was the squirrels or the crows, but somebody destroyed my corn and that was really depressing. I grew those corn from the kernels. They were growing. They were strong. They went up to the sky. I had them in 16 hours of sunlight, perfectly pristine soil what? that I hand-toiled myself. I went to work. Those crows waited to waited till I went to work, and then they put in work. I came back to a massacre. I didn't Aww. know corn could be massacred. I'm sorry. That sucks. I... You know, and you, you make scarecrow. I, yo, the thing is, is that I'm making it sound like it was a terrible thing, but it was so enjoyable. Like, <laughs> even though I didn't get any of the corn, mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself in in every part of the situation. And honestly, my relationship with the crows has never been any better, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Did I tell you how I got a murder of crows following me? You know what? We're gonna come dressed we, the we'll, way you are. I am not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we'll All right, back. we're gonna come back to that after commercial because I, I do want to hear about that. <laughs> but we'll be back. You're listening to Metro Blurts. (laughs) 
Do you have a legal issue, question, or concern? Turn to Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You can also register for our paralegal program, get legal news, business consults, or other information on educational issues. Yes, ask the lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. Does the thought of bankruptcy keep you up at night? The fear of losing your home, the harassing calls from creditors, your wages being garnished. How will you survive? What will you do? The law firm of Figueroa & Associates will protect you. Figueroa & Associates is one of the most sophisticated consumer bankruptcy law firms in the country, and they will fight to protect your rights. Have the peace of mind knowing that your case is being handled by experienced consumer bankruptcy attorneys. Don't let the bank take your home. There is a way out. Call the law firm of Figueroa & Associates today for a consultation. 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. The law firm of Figueroa & Associates will explain all your options and help you decide the best course of action. Schedule your consultation today. 855-768-8845 or visit 311bankruptcy.com. That's 855-768-8845 or visit 311bankruptcy.com and put those sleepless nights to bed. Divorce, separation, support, custody. The common factor? They keep you up at night. Sleep well knowing that you have the law firm of Figueroa & Associates on your side through this difficult time. Don't divorce your money. Don't divorce your children. Divorce your spouse. Whether it's a contested or uncontested divorce, the law firm of Figueroa & Associates will guide you through every step of the process. From child custody to property and debt concerns, the law firm of Figueroa & Associates has the experience and expertise in handling cases involving significant assets and complicated issues. A divorce can be one of the most unpleasant experiences a person ever has to go through. Don't do it alone. Stop the sleepless nights and call the law firm of Figueroa & Associates, 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845 or visit 311divorce.com. That's 311divorce.com. At the law firm of Figueroa & Associates, a divorce is not the end, it's a new beginning. As New Yorkers, we like things fast. And when it comes to COVID-19, it's all about acting fast. Acting fast to get tested and treatment if you have COVID-19 symptoms. Treatment works best the sooner you start and can help you avoid serious illness. So act fast, especially if you're over 65 or have pre-existing conditions. Call your healthcare provider or 212-COVID-19 for testing and treatment options. And remember, COVID-19 vaccines are still the best protection against serious illness from the virus. Visit nyc.gov slash vaccine finder today. To all New Yorkers 12 and older who need COVID-19 vaccines, we'd like to welcome you to get yours. It's your turn. Get vaccinated today. Visit nyc.gov slash vaccine finder or call 877-VAX4-NYC. We're back. Let me, let me. It is let me the be, let me let be. That's let enough. Me the be. Hey, hey, go black girl, go black girl, go black girl. No, okay, all right, all right. I want to hear about the crows. Oh, so yeah, the murder of crows. I love them. I think it's the most hysterical thing on the planet. I don't know what to ex how to really explain the situation that I found myself in, but this murder of crows. Sorry, the murder of crows. So outside of my home, there was a tree. Mm -hmm. The tree's not there anymore because New York City, whatever. The tree's not there, but I would be chilling and this murder of crows would be sitting outside. Mm -hmm. And so at first they would sit outside in my back of my front yard mm -hmm. because I was sitting in the front of my home. So I would just look out the window and the crows would be looking at me and I'd be looking at the crows. I said, bet, let, let go and let God. I just sat there and looked at them and I said, 
I don't know if I got beef with Hera that I need to know about <laughs> or like I, is she telling me that I need to get married or am I about to die? Those are the only two reasons to see crows. Right. <laughs> Pantheon thoughts. Yo. <laughs> my immediate reaction was which Pantheon have I offended right now? Um right. So they start following me. They start watching me. I'm like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool. Great." And then they start chilling in my backyard. The backyard was worse than the front yard cuz the front yard they were quiet. They would just mm. be like it would just be like why are the leaves um black? Mm. And, like, because my tree, it was a little bit dead at the very top. So they had all this dead tree at the very top of the tree that they mm-hmm. could just, it was just this black umbrella mm. on my green tree. Hilarious. Okay. Then they started hanging out in my backyard. My backyard, big old tree, all of them are in there. You can't see them now. Yeah. Because there are multiple trees back there. So now they're, all the tr- crows are just flying amongst the trees. And you just hear, ah, nowhere. You don't know where they're coming from. There's no, there's no source of the noise. You just know they're out there. Right. And they just look at you and, they, and you look at them and you're like, it's cool. All right. I paid it dust. Now, pandemic is over. I now have my own personal escort. <laughs> Every time I leave my house to walk around my neighborhood, I'm followed by the same murder of crows. And they will follow me. They will watch me. And it's so funny because I don't notice I every time I don't notice them until I get I'm walking back, mm. which means they didn't see me until mm-hmm. I, they caught up with me. And every time I have photos of these crows just chilling, I swear their photos, they will watch over me. They'll come fly over. And then I'll and then they'll go and then be like, I right. they'll find themselves a nice sitting area that mm-hmm. they can see me and then they'll sit. Mm. And and if I go away that they don't recognize, you will hear them call, and the whole group of them goes bat signal, and then they go and flock to another tree that's within eyesight of me. I swear. Once again, I think you're just interpreting this wrong. Why can't you just accept that the crows think you're pretty too? Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. You're you're your ownership in here <laughs> Ashley said if anybody is giving you any sort of attention that is a little prolonged that is they think how my world fine. works Except like <laughs> I don't you're shit I, I like know. it no I like it <laughs> Leah's crow impression chef's kiss yeah <laughs> 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 you know when like over the since it was while we have been in the pandemic before it I noticed there was a lot of birds Yo. around, especially when I had because I was working from home and I, you know, since now we're in like the hybrid model, everybody is at least partially working from home. Well, a lot of people are, you know, but there was a lot of geese. There was a lot of like, uh, there was a, there was a freaking hawk. There was a, we seen an eagle. Wait. No, no, no. I swear to God. I swear to God. I Yo, swear to God. The animals it's were weird taken over back there. over. Yo, Queens is weird. Don't nobody ever move there. I hear yeah. <laughs> Not too much. Not too much. I hate it. I said what I said. Not too much. I hate it. He's got the money. Not too much. I don't care. I don't care, but fair. Fair. I would just say. I got no trust of a borough that got a 70th Street Avenue and, and... and road that intersect that all intersect i just think y'all need to read like <laughs> i just i i need you to know that 70 on a road on an avenue and on a street should not in any way shape or form ever connect because that just doesn't make any logical architectural sense who decide who was in charge of that because the person who was in charge of the of the manhattan grid line made a grid line some that. queens motherfucker i don't know they Whoever made that. Long Island. Long hey, Island hey. ain't got roads. They got, like, safety questions. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Uh. Nah, no. Manhattan ate, though. They did. They, they did. They did. They ate it right on up. Yo, to everybody in who's listening across the globe right now, because on Inception Radio, I need y'all when I'll come to New York. First of all, don't hesitate to contact Travel LFB. Hey. Second, but secondly, New York is a grid. Mm-hmm. If you are in 125th, you are north. If you are at 1, 
You were south. That's all you need to know. No, but you know where they really ate with the west and east. Yo, they ate that one. He said they really ate with the west and east. <laughs> because they be like one twenty five W, and I'm like, like oh. wait, yeah. And then one twenty five east, I'm like, y'all oh, ate that. Yes, because one twenty five east and west are on the same street and are facing each other. That's a fact. They are down the block from each other. I'm not going front. Working at I work by like Grand Central, right? So that's the east side of Manhattan. I didn't realize, and this is so sad because, again, I've been living in New York all my life, right? <laughs> a few decades, right? I didn't realize how, like, <laughs> like wh- how it was placed in the map, like how certain points that I knew of were placed. Like, I didn't realize, you know, 42nd Street, West 42nd Street was Times Square, right? But then East 42nd Street is Grand Central. And then somewhere in the middle is Bryan Park. I hate that. Because yeah. that's what dissects it. And, yo. I hate that. I love that. I, I hate it. Yo, I love it. I, lo- I, I love it because I went to school on Fifth Avenue. Uh-huh. So, like, my school, shout out to SPC. It don't exist anymore. Whoop, whoop. It, it's the home of me and Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> But it was on 23, um, no, 55 East 23rd Street. Okay. So it was literally on the right side of Park Avenue, mm-hmm. on the left side of Park Avenue. Then if you go to the right side of Park Avenue, it start, it's the same number. Yeah. So 55 East, um, 55 23rd was on, 25th Street was on two different blocks, but you had to know whether you were going west or or east in order to be there. I loved it. And especially because you you were in different places. Like, Park Avenue was a legit separation. I need you guys to understand that New York is not a mixing, is not a boiling pot. It is a salad. I know what a carrot looks like. I know what a uh, tomato looks like. And I know what a (laughs) lettuce looks like in New York City. And it was real easy to go into Manhattan, especially with the gridlock, to know exactly what part of, of Koreatown starts what part of Hell's Kitchen is, and where and where all the good Irish bars are, mm. like because I love me some a good Blarney Stone. You know how many Blarney Stones are in New York? There are a lot of Blarney Stones. That's a stones. pub. Yes, I never called it that. They're called Blarney Stone Parks and uh, pubs, and they are everywhere in New York, and that is pretty much guaranteed uh, some sort of Irish uh, style of drinking and or food. And they have this English steak, mm-hmm. and I've only found it to be at a Blarney Stone pub. My favorite, I guess, Blarney Stone is on uh, West 35th, John O'Sullivan's. Shout out to them. We've been going to them since they pretty much opened. Ooh. Yeah. Yo, yo you know, there's there's a Irish um, bar that's... So just to clarify, Blarney Stone is a series of pubs. They all have the same name. They are not a, a, fra- a franchise. They Never just, mind. It's just one pub. It's an oh. Irish pub. In Irish. <laughs> I, was, I was like, they just have, that is just one of the most common names right. for Irish style pubs. Yeah, no, I really like how perfectly dissected New, New York is. Would They'll you ever to try to travel to Ireland? <laughs> So, we're going to have that conversation. Let's talk about it. So, let's talk about how when I want to have a talk about the percentages of what I am. Uh-huh. All black people look at me like, sis, you black. But now Becky comes and says, I'm one, eight, one quarter of a percentage of Viking and she's allowed to be wearing uh, helmets with horns and stars the yodeling for everybody. We get mad at Becky for yodeling? I don't no, care. but I'm like, why, why is she allowed to um, be yodeling <laughs> and be proud of her 1% of, of, of Viking heritage? I got a whole... Personally, if Becky start yodeling, I'm going to throw 13. a shoe at her. Can you be quiet? <laughs> Ashley said, boo that man! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yo, nah, but like... I mean, you could be happy and be proud of whatever... My grandpa was Irish. Okay. But we gonna say he... We don't know which generation of Irish he was. Mm. I don't know if he was like fresh off the boat or like... Already seasoned by the time he got here. Got like, it. I don't know. Not already seasoned. We're Jamaican. That's how it goes. You know? <laughs> they say like they be like, yeah, your grandfather was a white man, and you pick, and you pick up the um, picture, and you're like, that is a Negroid. That is a half mixed man. He is. Your grandfather was half, right, or a- something. According to the ma- according to whatever anybody says, like right. it's always like word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Jamaican story. Heritage. Yeah. 
the story of which one is is what he is i don't know and he died i think the year before i was born oh okay so like i didn't even get to have that relationship to be like yes that was a i when i looked at him i saw a white man no i saw a picture of what might have possibly be a man in the grave like i don't know like i don't know what picture that was that was a really weird picture but that's the only picture because it was 1938 and people don't take normal pictures that's like fair. they can now hmm. so whether or not he was alive during that photo mm-hmm. creepy yep that's the way that's the way the world I've never works. understood why Caribbean people do that like they will take pictures of people on their deathbed and it freaks me out my so mom bad. did that too I, I think it's I weird it. and now you understand why I didn't know whether or not I to this day I don't know whether or not that photo of this man was while he was alive or dead strange again like my they took a picture of my grandfather while he was in his coffin I swear it haunted me for many nights and no. I was like seven or eight years old when he <laughs> It was very creepy. Why would you do that? Yo, my mom did the same thing. My, her grandmother passed when I was like 14 or something. She took a picture of her while she was in a casket. And you know, if we have the family computer and the walls, the wallpaper, the screensaver is a bunch of pictures in the album. Oh, no. <laughs> just randomly having, oh, there's my family when we were in South Carolina. Oh, look, there's a picture of me and my brother when we were kids. There's dead great grandma. Oh. <laughs> In her casket. Yep, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Now I'm sad. And not because I knew her, because I didn't, because... It's unsettling. Like, as hell. As hell. And it's worse because that person looks just a little bit like you and you can't place where. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, why does this feel too comfortable? Like, it mm. okay. was weird. So my grandfather and my grandmother looked alike, right? And I lived with my grandmother. Mm. So... All I could see when she slept was that image of him in the casket. And it used to, yeah, bro, oh. I could not sleep properly for, like, like months. That's not funny. Uh. <laughs> That's not funny. Uh. <laughs> Kitty. Because, no, it's Kitty. funny because it's uncomfortable. Kitty, like, please. That's so messed up. Like, like, why would you do that to Yo, me? for real. That's so insane. Nah, Grandma, you can't sleep near me no more. Keep your eyes open. You awake. We're awake. Uh, Team <laughs> up is what we're calling us right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> The hell? Oh, no. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> People be too comfortable with it sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I will never be somebody that is comfortable dealing with death. Like, I'm not. I just can't be. That one, that's too much. That's too much. Mm-mm. And then you know, like Jamaicans believe in like duppy and so. <laughs> duppy no who for frightened. Yo, <laughs> and I was shook it to my core. Shook <laughs> like come on. Yo, it it really it really be that like that sometimes because I don't know I don't know I don't disagree with Jamaican duppy. I don't because I know what I've seen. Mm. I know what I felt, and I have decided. That duppy know who for frightened. Hmm. And so I let the duppy do what they have to do. And as long as you don't bother me, I won't bother you. I won't have to. Don't make me have to pull out the sage. That's all I care about. Exactly. Because, like, honestly, the way the pandemic was, I needed whatever friends I wanted. I could. Mm-hmm. So, like, honestly, I like I say my house is haunted, but I'm totally it okay is. with it because I need I, I like the company. <laughs> like... <laughs> And your house is most certainly haunted. Yo, my house, the 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 vacuum hit me. I'm like, oh, auntie, how mm-hmm. you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I didn't tell you that. I I told you my house is. No, I understand that you're just too jolly and happy. What do you mean, oh, auntie? <laughs> That's I don't know. I'm I'm like that too. No, sometimes some stuff you ha- like, but you could. It's different when you know you can feel who it is. When you can identify something weird happened, like oh, oh. So how you doing? Like I'm like that too. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Personally, if I feel a little spirit, a little gush of wind, I'm like, oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all tweaking right now. See, I, I'm also I'm more like, you want me to? Is this painful? Will this be painful? No. Are you bothered? No. Okay. 
you just needed some fresh air and like you want to rattle some bones so all right i feel like you'd be asking your grandma what to wear in the morning Yo, that's what i'm uncomfortable with ah <laughs> 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 uh, you know what i can't i uh because you know what the fashion show that happens in my house in the mornings is really interesting because i so so Mm-mm. you might not be wrong Mm-mm. okay okay so story time I'm not the best when it comes to, like, putting away my clothes. Keep it in two minutes. Mm. Okay. So, in across my bed, across one my extra bed, mm-hmm. I have, like, a stockpile of all my laundry. Anytime laundry gets cleaned, I just put it on top of the bed. Like, I'm going to put it in a um, in the drawer. Yeah. And then I just take it out the bag instead. So, every, so, it just becomes this pile on my bed. Yeah. Okay, cool. For some reason, every time it's time for me to get dressed, all the perfect pieces start floating to the top. Whatever piece is at the top, I grab that, and that's my starter piece. And then we start working our way from that outfit. (laughs) And, like, I'll add an accessory because I'll remember it. Mm -hmm. Or, like, today, I made this outfit. I made this whole outfit last night because I was going to stay over at my friend's for the night. And then I decided to stay Mm -hmm. home. And decided to stay home pulled out the outfit and was ready to go and couldn't figure out what what to do mm-hmm. i was like it's not right it's like seems very boring this belt just appeared mm. i don't know where the belt was i don't know where the belt was i'm pretty sure the belt was downstairs because there was still dust on the bo- um, bed uh, on the belt from renovation mm-hmm. so this is a dusty belt from downstairs has magically appeared on my upstairs on my bed and it's just sitting here looking at me like so gold and black. Because I was going to wear a brown belt. And this one was the one that just showed up out of nowhere. Good I'll tell you, I, you know what? I can't be mad. Because if your version of haunting me is to just give me good fashion sense, please continue haunting me. Personally, when I haunt somebody, I'm going to be the one in the dark. We have to shut off the light and run up the stairs. And I'm going to chase you in the dark. That's the type of ghost. Oh, I you am. got too much time on your hands. <laughs> you going to be an extra active ghost. I'm going to be the laziest ghost. I'm like, you sure you want to wear that? I That's promise. the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, why you want to be so active? Got a list. She already know her plan. I know who I'm haunting. And I'm checking the list twice. Ooh. Yo. I, I respect it, though. My condolences to y'all. Well... I do believe, I do believe we've made it to our hour. Our power hour has been completed. Thank you all for stopping by. And we are Metro Blurs, Metropolitan Black Nerds. We are Brooklynites and we are from New York and we love you all. Thank you. Listen. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Bye. See you next week. Metro Blurs. <laughs>